New Dallas Stars head coach Pete DeBoer had his introductory press conference on Wednesday morning. And on today's episode, we'll be breaking down some of DeBoer's comments and the things he addressed in this press conference. All coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey credentialed member of the Stars media, coming to you on this Thursday, June 23rd. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars and for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube. Give us a follow on your favorite podcasting platform. The best way to help our show out is by leaving a comment or a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcast. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. Be sure to find and follow me on Twitter at Dane Double underscore Lewis. You can also find our show on Twitter as well at Locked On Stars. Thank you guys again for the continued support. And let's jump into what we came to talk about today, which is the Pete DeBoer introductory press conference that he held yesterday morning in Dallas at the American Airlines Center. Uh, spoke to the media for around 30 to 45 minutes, answering questions and kind of talking about his vision. For this team and there were a lot of takeaways and unfortunately I can't unpack all of it here on today's episode but I'm definitely going to talk about the hits and the, the best things that I think he said uh, and the things that made me most excited to see what the, De Pete, Bo the Pete DeBoer era rather has in store for us uh, this upcoming season with the Dallas Stars and potentially uh, further down the line as well. And the first section I want to talk about, one that they talked about early on, I believe it was Saad Youssef of The Athletic, friend of the show, who asked DeBoer about his relationship with Joe Pavelski. Uh, and he also asked Jim Nill, you know, the, the, a double-sided question, rather, of how much Pavelski impacted this decision, one, for DeBoer to come to Dallas and coach this team, but also for Jim Nill. Did Jim Nill consult Joe Pavelski at all during this coach search and coach hiring process? And Jim Nill said that Yes, that that was something that he did consider. He spoke to Joe. Obviously, Jim Nill, along with many other people in this league, have a ton of respect for Joe Pavelski, given the amount of time that he's been in the league and the, the, the pedigree that he has, the reputation that he has built for himself, and one of the best players in the league at one point. Even still, uh, I think one of the more underrated players in this league, given his age, still putting up really impressive numbers despite being in his late 30s, but... You know, Neil says that Joe Pavelski did play a big role in this hire and in this move. And, you know, it makes me feel a little bit better because I certainly do trust Joe Pavelski in this situation. This is a guy who has high aspirations for himself and for whatever team he's on. We know that he has been close to winning the Stanley Cup before, but he has still not held Lord Stanley in his arms. And we all know that he desperately wants to do that before his career ends. And his career very well could be over after this season, or at least likely it will be in Dallas. Who knows if he would look to play any longer. But even if he does, what team would he go to and where would he look to move on? Uh, and so, of course, we'll talk about DeBoer and his 
you know, chase for a Stanley Cup trophy a little bit later on today's episode. But th- I think this is a good sign that Joe Pavelski has seemed to approve of this hire. Um, there's clearly a history between these guys. Joe Pavelski was the captain in San Jose for pretty much the entire term that DeBoer served in San Jose. And, and that showed in this press conference. I think DeBoer had nothing but great things to say about Joe Pavelski talking about his family the impact that he has on the ice, but also just in the community, in the locker room. I think that that is something that we can get excited about as Stars fans. I mean, we saw Pavelski thrive uh, under Rick Bonus and under Jim Montgomery, but now it looks like we're going to have a chance to see him hopefully thrive yet again with a coach that he has just passed with flying colors with in the past. I mean, they were a really, really good duo. There were clearly a ton of other talented players on those San Jose Shark teams when Joe Pavelski was captain. But, of course, you also did have Pete DeBoer behind the bench, and I think that that played a huge role. So with Joe Pavelski on that same line, likely with Rope Hintz and Jason Robertson, I think we can expect another big season from those three. But, you know, DeBoer also talked a little bit about what he's going to expect from the veteran core in general, because clearly we do have Pavelski. That's a big, you know, what if going to the season? Can we see the same numbers from Pavs that we saw this past season? But there's plenty of other veterans that will still be around on this team, namely Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn, who DeBoer referred to as world-class players. He had a ton of respect for them. Um, Clearly their paths have crossed before, just with the amount of time that each party has been in the NHL that, you know, they've exchanged pleasantries. They've gotten to know each other. And Jamie Benn even present at the press conference on Wednesday. I think that's a huge sign. Uh, part of that might have just been obligation. He had to be there, but also, you know, pictures and other things would lead you to believe that they were getting to know one another and having conversations. And I think that's a good step in the right direction for DeBoer to come in and establish these relationships early with players, which again, we'll touch on that a little bit later in the show. But, you know, DeBoer seemed confident that he can still find ways as a coach uh, himself and also just the rest of the staff that he chooses to bring in to run the power play and things of that nature that he can still use Joe or uh, Jamie Benn, excuse me, and Tyler Sagan. I'm getting all my veterans mixed up, you know, that he can still use them to be crucial weapons for this Stars roster, even if they're not the players that they once were. They are getting up there a little bit in age, injury, wear and tear, starting to rear its ugly head. DeBoer seemed confident that he can, you know, use these guys to still be effective on this Stars roster, both the way they play, but also the way that they lead the locker room. That was something that DeBoer touched heavily on, uh, was how important, you know, his leadership is that he, you know, Devies out to the guys on his roster, whether that's Pavelski, Sagan, Ben, Klingberg, if he sticks around, I'm sure will be a big piece of that. So all in all, I was very pleased with what I heard from Pete DeBoer about the relationship that he already does have and looks to have with his veterans. And it looks like he will hold them to a pretty high standard, which is a good thing because then the veterans will then hold the younger players to a higher standard as well. And I think the Stars roster will be a better hockey team for that reason. Coming up next, we're going to continue to break down some of the biggest notes from this Pete DeBoer press conference's introduction to his time in Dallas, and he gave three big keys to this offseason. We're going to break down those three keys after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the Puffs treatment. That's right, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor that you love 
in a delicious, chewy marshmallow. It's now covered 100% in real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. The best part about Built Bar Puffs is, of course, they taste incredible, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they are actually good for you. They are loaded with protein, low in sugar, low in calories, and they are the perfect treat for when you've got a craving you need to satisfy your sweet tooth with, or if you need a quick, healthy snack. They are an excellent source of protein. You can go to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. All right, we're continuing to talk about Pete DeBoer's introductory press conference as the new head coach of the Dallas Stars. This is your host, Dane Lewis. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to find and follow me on Twitter at Locked On Stars and at Dane Dumble underscore Lewis as well. And we're continuing to talk about the biggest points of emphasis from this Pete DeBoer press conference. And another part that I really liked were Pete DeBoer saying that this is a pretty common thing amongst NHL organizations that you look to address three big things in the offseason whenever you get prepared to start a new season. And those three things, you take a bird's eye view look at your team and you say, what can we do better? And he kind of made a point of emphasis on the style of play of the team. Is there something that needs to be changed? Is there something that has been good that needs to continue to stay the same and the point of emphasis needs to stay there? And are there things that need to improve? Then you take a look individually, player by player, and you say, okay, you did these things well. You also need to work on these things. And you go player by player on the roster for that. And then, of course, you look at the roster as a whole. What is the best way to construct this team? What are the most effective lines that you can put out during a game to give your team the best possible chance to win? Those were the big three things that Pete DeBoer said that he will be focusing on this offseason. And I think that that's a really good way to go about it. He made a huge talking point out of how his teams in the past have historically been pretty good at, you know, defense but also on offense but he made you know it clear and I've heard this before it's somewhat of a cliche in hockey these days but that doesn't make it any less true that offense good offense starts in the defensive zone it starts with the way that you can clear the defensive zone navigate the neutral zone and then enter that offensive zone get your offense up and running where you're able to have those long drawn out possessions that wear down the other team and more often than not will it If it doesn't end up in a goal, it at least ends up in some good shot-on-net opportunities. And that was something that the Stars truly struggled with all of last season. They, especially in that playoff series against Calgary, you look at, you know, how much time the Stars spent in their own zone trying to defend Calgary as opposed to on the offensive attack. It seemed like night and day in some games. The Stars truly struggled to find any sort of offensive consistency. And I think part of that was how poorly they played at times in the defensive zone as well as the neutral zone. It's a three-dimensional game in that aspect. You can't just be good in one zone and expect to have a successful season. You have to be good. You have to be near flawless in all three zones. I mean, you look at Colorado and Tampa Bay playing for the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, those are things that those teams do well. They clear the zone well. They get through the neutral zone quick but effectively, and then they're able to have those nice zone entries that set up really good and efficient offensive possessions. So hopefully that's something that Pete DeBoer can bring into this you know, team and this organization where they can be a little bit better in all three facets of the game and ultimately have better shots to win games and have better shots to win playoff series because that's really what it's all about. 
And of course, individually, I mean, that's going to be something. And even at the roster expense, I mean, that has to do a little bit with the front office, but also the coaching staff of how they want to design their roster. Individually, again, um, you know, the, the team is going to need to establish a new coaching staff. There is, of course, Pete DeBoer, also the goalie coach and the video coach still here from last season for the Stars, but everything else still needs, all those positions still need to be filled. Of course, that is something that Jim Nill and Pete DeBoer will be working on. I'm sure in the coming days is rounding out that coaching staff. The so important as those are kind of the guys that spend a lot more one-on-one time with individual players. Those relationships need to be established early on. That's, of course, something that, you know, DeBoer talked about as well, is just coming in and trying to establish these relationships with the guys on the team, get to know them now, so that way when training camp comes around, you know, they can already kind of have a relationship built up, but then you get to move on and you get to get down to business and becoming the best hockey team that you can possibly be before the season gets rolling. And of course, DeBoer did mention that, you know, Dallas has kind of taken pride in being a really strong defensive team over the past several seasons. And that's clearly something that he still wants to implement as head coach of the Dallas Stars. But he also made a point to say that he wants his defensemen to be active on offense, which certainly brought a smile to my face, especially in terms of Mira Haskinen, who DeBoer had nothing but good things to say about, even not flat out said it this way. I'm certainly, uh, you know, putting it in my own terms, but basically said that, you know, Mira Haskinen has the ability to be a Kale McCarr type player. I mean, it would just, obviously his defense is there, his skating is there, but man, if Mira Haskinen can unlock that next asset of his game and offense, I mean, he can truly be a Kale McCarr Roman Yossi type player and I think that's a really exciting thing to think about and hopefully we'll see that come to fruition under Pete DeBoer but he said not just Miro Haskin and he wants all six defensemen that dress night in and night out to have responsibilities on the offense I mean obviously you're not going to have every single defenseman scoring 40 plus points a season but it'd be nice to have a guy like Miro Haskin get into that 70 80 point range and then everyone else kind of fall in line whether it's you know 30 points 40 points somewhere in that range where everyone is contributing and playing a part in the offense even as a defenseman on the blue line now that was clearly a huge struggle for the stars last season Haskinen and Klingberg seemingly kind of carrying all the weight on the offensive side of the ice with the occasional appearance from another player really excited to see how all of that gets implemented under this new system, of course, we're going to have to wait and see who the other coaches will be and how, how all of that plays out. Our, the, you know, the concern has already been expressed about the power play, but of course the Stars will be getting a new power play coach as well. So a chance for you know that you know, the, the criticism of saying, okay, Vegas was bad at the power play last season under DeBoer. Um, they were clearly dealing with a lot of injuries and tons of other activities, uh, uh, you know, yeah, activities, errors, whatever you want to call it, injuries that were out of their control. Um, and so I think with a hopefully more healthy Dallas Stars roster and a lot more things he can control, like bringing in his own coaching staff, I think we will likely see, you know, an uptick in numbers on special teams, both the penalty kill and the power play, which is really exciting to think about, especially if we can have all five skaters be a threat offensively when they're on the ice. I think that that's kind of the goal that Pete DeBoer has set out. Um, and, and clearly we will see that come to fruition Hopefully, uh, once he's able to kind of work out these three steps in the offseason, because training camp's going to be here before you know it, and it's going to be, okay, who's ready to be on the NHL roster? Who still needs to be with their junior club? Who still needs to be at the AHL level? 
a lot to work out, but I think DeBoer is up to the task because he has been a veteran coach in this league for a long time. And, you know, this is what his fifth stop in the NHL as head coach. So tons of experience, nothing really too intimidating for him here in Dallas. Not many weird, shaky situations. Lots of really good talent pool to choose from on his roster when establishing his roster. So I think he can really build a nice team and put them in the right spots. It may not all work out perfectly during training camp where we have the end game roster, the perfect roster on night one of the season. But I trust that he and his coaching staff can make the proper adjustments to make the team as good as they can be night in and night out and give themselves the best chance to win every single game. Well, coming up next, we're going to take another quick break. But after that, we will talk about one of the best parts of this press conference, and that's just Pete DeBoer talking about his ultimate desire in coming to Dallas. All right, we're closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, talking about the final point that I would like to address from Pete DeBoer's introductory Dallas Stars press conference at the AAC. Uh, another guy question, I believe this was either Saad Youssef, Matt DeFrank. Someone asked him, uh, you know, we talked about in the last segment, this is DeBoer's fifth stop in the NHL as a head coach. Uh, and he was asked, is there any added pressure uh, to, you know, picking up this new job? Um, you know, he's been to the Stanley Cup a few times, once in New Jersey, once in San Jose. He made it to the conference finals uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights in his first season, kind of picking things up in the middle of the season, losing to the Dallas Stars in the bubble in the Western Conference Finals. Was there any pressure for him coming in to this situation in Texas? He said, yes, obviously there is a lot of pressure mounting, uh, you know, kind of coming at him and, you know, pressure on his shoulders to perform well and have a good first season and have a good tenure in Dallas because the pressure is also on the front office. I mean, it feels like just about every two or two and a half years we're getting a new head coach in Texas. And hopefully, I think it's the hope of, you know, Jim Nill and DeBoer that he can be there for longer than that and hopefully can have a good, long, successful time while coaching the Dallas Stars. And he said that his biggest desire and really his biggest criteria for looking for a job in the NHL is that he wanted to go to a place where he believed he could win a Stanley Cup. And he even outright said that Dallas is not in a rebuilding part of you know being an organization. We see plenty of rebuilding teams around the league right now, Montreal, Arizona, but Dallas does not fall under that umbrella. This is a team that is primed and ready to be in the playoffs every single season, and they should be able to take that next step, hopefully, whether it might not be this season, and I think that's fine, but hopefully in the next two, maybe three seasons where the Dallas Stars are truly becoming a better team year in and year out and making that jump to being Stanley Cup champions. And DeVorce basically said that that's what wakes him up in the morning is wanting to have his name etched on the Stanley Cup. And I think that that's such a good mindset to have because there's tons of guys on this team, players that have that same mindset. Jamie Benn hasn't won a Stanley Cup. Joe Pavelski hasn't won a Stanley Cup. There's plenty of young guys that even though some of their better days in their career might be ahead of them, it'd be nice for them to get their name on the Stanley Cup this early in their career. I mean, guys like Miro Haskinen and Rope Hens were oh so close. Uh, even Tyler Sagan, who won the Cup with Boston back in 2011, he's certainly one of you know the least talked about players on that team. He didn't do a whole lot being a rookie. I mean, he certainly did contribute in some 
assets of that playoff run, but certainly was not the guy. This would be huge for his overall legacy if he's able to help bring the Stanley Cup back to Dallas. So I think that that's a really interesting angle to look at this at. I mean, that there's so many like-minded guys in this locker room that have the same goal. And clearly every single NHL team and player wants to win the Stanley Cup. But when you've been playing or coaching as long as some of these guys have, you that desire is just burning with you know the hottest of flames. Uh, and I think that we're really going to see that passion brought into this organization from DeBoer. I mean, it seemed very genuine when he you know presented that idea that he wakes up every day and wants to have his name on the Stanley Cup trophy. And then, of course, now he's going to be working with several like-minded individuals who also think that way, but guys who also, at the same time, while thinking that individually, want to do it for the team, want to do it for the city. I mean, you see the guys like Pavelski who put in the work in practice day in and day out. Uh, obviously showing that there is a ton of work that they are willing to put in in order to reach the pinnacle of the sport. And so I think that that's a really cool angle to look at. There's obviously, you know, just the whole storyline of redemption kind of coming out from Vegas and, you know, a, a messy situation there. And, you know, DeBoer even expressed a little bit of regret and says that things could have been handled a little bit better. But there were also just a lot of things that were out of his control, like injuries that we talked about before on today's episode and even at length earlier this week. So I'm excited for him to kind of get this fresh start. Obviously, not really the best terms ended on for him in Las Vegas. And so hopefully this clean slate here in Dallas, as critical as I've been, and I know other people as well, the more and more that we get into him being the head coach and after talking with Chris of Locked on Golden Knights and after hearing this press conference, I'm starting to ease up a little bit. I'm obviously still a little bit nervous, as I think is a fair you know, feeling to have because there's a lot of unknown about what this season could look like as far as, you know, what other coaches get brought in, what, you know, what guys leave once free agency starts, who gets traded, who gets brought in. There's still a lot of unknown in this situation, but I think my mind is a little bit more at ease than it was a few days ago when he was officially announced as head coach. So, you know, I'm starting to not say that, oh, yes, we're winning the Stanley Cup this year. This is the perfect fit, but I'm starting to feel a little bit more and more that this is a, a pretty decent hire. Uh, and obviously still kind of have some hesitancies and some things we'll have to wait and see until the season starts to get final answers on. But all in all, things seem to be starting out on the right note with Pete DeBoer's tenure here in Dallas. Let me know what your thoughts are on the press conference if you got to listen on TV or the radio and just your overall thoughts on the Pete DeBoer hire a few days after his announcement of being hired as the Dallas Stars 25th head coach in franchise history. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in, for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to our show and follow it wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Dane Double underscore Lewis and our show as well at Locked on Stars. We'll be back here tomorrow with another episode to get your week closed out. We'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great Thursday.